great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Boy, do we have a lot to get to this hour. And I see the calls are already coming in. Good for them. Good for them. I'm referring to the parents of the veteran FDNY lieutenant who was fatally stabbed in Queens. Her parents and parents should never have to bury a child. Her parents ripped into Mayor Eric Adams at her wake on Monday, demanding the mayor get control of the city in terms of the crime that is out of control. Somebody, someone has to shake sense into the mayor, but also Governor Hochul, but also Assembly Speaker Carl Hasty, but also Senate Majority Leader Andrea Stewart-Cousins. The parents of Lieutenant Allison Russo confronted Mayor Adams at their daughter's wake and demanded that he get control of the city's crime crisis. Her mom and dad took the mayor on, according to Suffolk County legislator Leslie Kennedy, who witnessed the interaction, and her mom, Catherine, did most of the talking, apparently, telling the former NYPD cop and current mayor, quote, you know what to do. Weren't you a police officer for 30 years? When Adams replied yes, her mother said again, you know what to do. Please give me back my city. And it's a message that the mayor needed to hear. It's time out for all of these Hollywood antics rolling around the city uh, with, with your police detail. It's time, Mr. Mayor, to roll up your sleeves and get to work. A story that is causing great concern for me, and I, I've got quite a few, is uh, a deputy mayor, Phil Banks, who apparently has a police detail. Deputy Mayor Philip Banks has an unusual NYPD security detail, and this is borderline arrogance by the mayor. Mayor Adams admits that he made the decision. Normally, the way it's done, mayors make suggestions, but the NYPD is the one, the organization, that normally makes this decision. Not out of City Hall for a deputy mayor. And the mayor says, and I am quoting here, I am the Intelligence Bureau. The Intelligence Bureau, in other words, make the decision, makes the the decision out of one PP. And how the decision is made is made is it's based on threat assessments and other factors. And police details have typically Typically, only been assigned to citywide elected officials like the mayor and top police brass. Banks, by the way, a former NYPD chief who abruptly left the department in 2014 while under federal investigation. He has apparently had the deputy mayor, a police detail, 
for at least uh, since June. So that's another story that we're dealing with this morning. And I don't know about you folks, but have you seen the bizarre antics, the suspect in Wisconsin that allegedly drove that vehicle into those grandmothers there at a parade, the antics, what he's been doing in the courtroom on first day of the trial, he's representing himself, covering his face, pulling his jacket over his head, all types of weird, maybe he's trying to get a mental, a mental, um, I know early on that was part of his uh, defense. Uh, and I'm referring to the suspect, uh, Daryl Brooks, who's on trial. It was so bad, the judge had to send him to another courtroom because he was disrupting what potential jurors were seeing. And already, you may recall, Mayor Adams has uh, announced the tent city to go uh, in Orchard Beach and the Bronx, and already the city is moving the location. It costs millions of dollars to do this, and uh, the borough president had complained of the Bronx that uh, Orchard Beach, when it when you look at the uh, rain, that it was not the right location in the flooding. And now, apparently, it flooded while they're building the tent city, and the city of New York is moving this tent city for the migrants to uh, Randall's uh, Island. That is the new location. We have a lot to get to this morning. And, of course, we are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. But the top story continues to be the fatal stabbing of FDNY EMS Lieutenant Allison Russo. Her wake was yesterday and today. The funeral is Wednesday. Her parents gave Mayor Adams an earful at the wake, telling the mayor it's time to get the city under control. Let's begin with Al and Yonkers. Good morning, Al. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning to you, Dominic. You know, Dominic, I just wanted to say good morning. In regards to the mayor, uh, Adams, who's the strong mayor, uh, you know, Phil Banks is a close confidant of his, and he has to go to different events, and he has a show, a driver anyway. So I think for him to have a security detail, Personally, I don't have a problem with it. I'll tell you why. Because when Phil Banks was number three in the NYPD as the chief of the department, I believe he also had a security detail then. And as you know, we've seen through the decades, uh, the administrations uh, going back to Abe Beam and uh, his predecessor, Lindsey, Ed Koch, Giuliani, uh, Dave Dinkins, the security details uh, for the mayor and his inner circle have increased. So I do think it's the mayor's call on this one, and I don't have a problem with okay, it. Okay, well, well, wait a second here, Al. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm not new to this, uh, to this dance. In 40 years, uh, off the top of my head, I cannot think of another situation where a deputy mayor has had a police detail. I can't think of a single situation uh, where another deputy mayor has had uh, outside of maybe a blue, blue, blue moon of a threat, but it lasted for a couple of days. And then when you couple the fact, Al, of the crime problem that's in New York City and you're taking police officers when the force is already uh, short-staffed and you're assigning them, you your words, Al, was that uh, that the deputy mayor, Philip Banks, is tight with Mayor Adams, and you're giving a police detail to your buddy, and it didn't come through uh, one PP, you just made the decision as the mayor of New York, you don't have a problem with that? Well, my, my, no, my situation is I don't think there's been a situation where a deputy mayor in the past has been uh, in a previous role, the chief of the department. So because he's been the chief of the department, maybe that's, changes it a little bit the uh you know the whole situation 
I mean, that's just my opinion. Well, no, no, no. I, I, I hear you. It, it is a bit of an extenuating circumstance yes. when you look at Mr. Banks' history in terms of uh, the police department. So, so I will, I will concede that. But, but this thing just doesn't look good. But thank you for the call, yeah. Al. I thank appreciate you, the call. Thank you. It just doesn't look good when you pick a deputy mayor, and of course, we don't know the answer yet as to whether other deputy mayors have a police detail, but you pick one randomly based on what? Oh, because I'm the mayor? That's a reason to do it? Because I say so? No, it doesn't work that way. It's done by protocol based on risk assessment to the individual's life that's normally done by the book, by the experts at 1PP in terms of the intelligence division of uh, of One Police Plaza. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A lot to get to this morning. Uh, the trial of uh, in Wisconsin of the parade, alleged parade killer Daryl Brooks got underway as he completely disrupted day one with bizarre antics he's accused of fatally mowing down six people that attended the parade the christmas day parade the 40 year old is representing himself and uh, he was arguing with the judge that he did not recognize her as a judge or the state of wisconsin uh, at one point, he was uh, leaning his arms on the table with his suit jacket pulled up over his head. He's facing six first-degree intentional homicide charges and 61 counts of reckless endangerment that could lead him to life behind bars if convicted. He should be put under the jail. Under the jail. And everybody has a right to a defense in our country. But frankly, we are just wasting taxpayer dollars giving this man a a trial. It's a legal right. But when you look at what he allegedly did, it is horrible. Dominic Carter here with you folks. We're taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's go to Benjamin in Forest Hills. Good morning, Benjamin. What's on your mind? Good morning. Good morning. And I wanted to talk what, about. Wait, wait, Benjamin. Are you are you on a speaker? Because it, it sounds like you're in South Africa or something. Are yeah, you I a, I'm here. You got okay, me. Okay. 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 Go and go right ahead. I wanted to discuss if hypocrisy and honesty among politicians. Okay. Go ahead. You always you always say that all the politicians are the same, but I think that some politicians are different. For example, Donald Trump, not too long ago, he was in an appearance in Ohio, which was on television. I saw it on television. He was referring to J.D. Vance, and he said, he's kissing my ass. That's what I saw on television. Okay, wait, I, I'm, I'm lost. I'm, I'm sorry, Benjamin. What, what are you talking about right now? I'm talking about Donald Trump. And his honesty, he's an honest man okay. who speaks his mind and doesn't pay attention to, you know, conventions. And, and he says, J.D. Vance is kissing my ass. That's unusual in politics, right? I, 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 I'm, yeah. not, I'm not exactly following what the, the, the point that you... I, I, I the heard point you. I'm making is you are, you really admire Donald Trump and probably he's so honest. And, uh, you know, he comes up with all sorts of things, like when he said a few days ago how he can declassify documents just by thinking. It's a pretty amazing thing, and it's wonderful that he shared it with everybody his capacity to do things just by thinking. But I think that another kind of honesty is what we find in the Republican Party now. And the Republican Party, unlike the Democrats, will speak about 
doing something, not something positive, to Social Security and Medicare. Okay? And this starts with Barry Goldwater and... Okay, uh, all right. Okay, Benjamin, wait, I'm sorry. You're going off on a history lesson, and I I apologize. I'm I'm just not following you, but I I do thank you for... uh, for calling. Let's go to the great state of Michigan. Let's say good morning to Rex. Good morning, Rex. What's on your mind? Good morning, guys. I appreciate the call and taking it. Um, I used to work for the government. My comment is the dude New York needs protections because of his history. Dude Wisconsin needs to go to jail. Okay. Or get wait. mental health help. I mean. Okay, wait, wait. Hey, Rex, it, it's really hard to hear you. You said that needs, I didn't hear, you said something about needs to go to jail? Yeah, the guy in Wisconsin needs to go to oh, jail. Oh, yes, 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 okay. Or, guy, or get mental mental health help or something. I mean, no, I know he's no, it's way, it yeah, yeah, no, correct. Rex, it's way beyond, he's making a mockery of uh, of the justice system. It's way beyond going to, ch- going to jail. He decided, uh, Mr. Brooks, and, and he's not been convicted of anything, but he he decided um, his fate when he drove uh, that vehicle into those grandmothers and children at that parade uh, on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day in Wisconsin. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Teddy and Yonkers. Good morning, Teddy. What's on your mind? Hey, Dom. Long time no speak. I think you're great, and I agree 100%. Just hear me out, Dom, please. I agree with you 100% on the crime issue. I'm glad uh, the EMT who, who died, her parents spoke up to Adams right to him to his face and said, do something. And 100% dealing with that Wisconsin nut job, it's all an act that he's putting on. But the dumb, the one thing I like to say, please, I agree with you 99% of the time. But Dom, I want to, I'm like, you know, being, being a math teacher, I've always taught about balancing equations. And I like for people to be balanced. And where the criticism and praise is given, it should be given on both sides. Dom, no Republican said anything today about what Trump said on CNN, so that there's, he should, that McConnell has brought forth a death wish to himself. And if he didn't, and he should go ask his wife, his China wife, Chow. No one condemned anything of that nature that Trump said. And I wish you would say something about it and comment on it and condemn it. And I love you, Dom. Don't get me wrong. I think I agree with you 99% of the time. And I want the other callers to call up who are Republicans, and I know they are, to condemn what Trump said and i like to hear what you have to say please well teddy uh i thank you for the uh for the comment and here here's my honest uh, opinion on this uh all the time all the time i could spend uh m- most of almost any show focusing on outrageous comments that politicians make some comments you know it, it, it fault me for this say that i'm wrong but some comments, I just, they're, they're so out of left field, and, and and that's one of them, the comment that you're referring to, that I don't even waste two minutes wasting my time discussing it. So w- what I'm trying to find out, Teddy, is why do you find the great need for me to denounce it? Stop yelling. Teddy? Okay, I, I will answer. Okay. I, I believe that you supported Trump. And I believe that you voted for Trump and that you would vote for him again. And I think it's wrong to vote. I, I've, I've, I, as a journalist, I've never revealed, Teddy, who I voted for. Okay, fine. But, but right. anyway, go, go ahead, Teddy. Yeah. I think that it's just uh, reprehensible. 
And for anybody who who speaks on the radio, you have the floor. You have a big platform to reach a lot of people. Agreed. Agreed. And Agreed. I think that it's incumbent. This is my point of view. This is my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think it's incumbent if I was a journalist and if I had a, a platform on the radio, I definitely would have condemned him and as well as the the people on the left, the AOCs, the Cabans, who made that statement in the New York Post yesterday to get over the – tell the people to get over it. Ridiculous. She should be voted out. But that's my point, Dom. It, you're talking about Caban, and uh, Rita Cosby was talking about Caban. You didn't say anything. Uh, right. uh, I apologize for that. But, no problem. But if you're going to condemn people – you should condemn both sides when it's justified. I, I, That's my I, point. I, I agree with that, Teddy. But but the point I'm trying to get across to you is that if, if, if I became the thought police or the comment police, every time a politician said something that's stupid, ridiculous, or racist, I would have to spend my time discussing it. And and in general, I I don't do that. What what the former president said on his platform, it's some. I don't agree with everything that Mr. Trump does. Sometimes his temperament went way too far as president. I do not agree with everything that he does. But Teddy, but I do think that our borders were um, a, a lot more secure than what we're dealing with right now. See, you're asking me to, and I and I get it, Teddy. Uh, before I move on, you're saying what's right is right and that uh, the, the comment uh, uh, is reprehensible and I should be denouncing it as well as others, right? Yeah, but, yes, sir. but, 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 Teddy, so then if I start doing what you want me to do, right, then when will I have time to discuss anything else? I would spend half of my time reacting and responding to what politicians say. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes, no matter who it is, I just think that what politicians say are, are, are dumb and stupid in some cases. And if that's what they want to say, that's their opinion. But I, I just don't, don't harp on it unless I find a great need, uh, to do so. And in, in, in this case about the comment about McConnell and his wife, uh, it's obviously something that I, don't agree with, but it's not something that that really is on my radar screen. But but I do, Teddy. Thank you for the call, and you you do make a valid point. Let's go to Jimmy in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jimmy. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Yeah, I just listened to your caller. Had me call up here. Uh, I find it interesting. Look, I don't agree with everything everybody says, but what Trump said is one thing. He's comparing what Trump said to what Caban and other people are doing. There's a big difference. Saying somebody has a death wish doesn't mean you're calling for violence. It just means that the guy is is destroying himself or is going to destroy the country with some of his policy prescriptions, talking about uh, McConnell. Because I didn't hear this caller call up complaining when, when uh, Biden, Obama, and Hillary sold about 20% of our uranium to Putin. I didn't hear this guy calling up when by, when uh, Obama and, and the, that administration sent high-powered weapons to the drug cartels in Mexico. Those were real threatening actions. When, when Trump says something like he said, I wouldn't have said it that way, but I don't think Trump meant in an, an any threat to the guy. He's talking about a guy maybe destroying his career or reputation or putting our country in jeopardy by not being strong against China, who's an avowed enemy of us. So I, I, I don't like when people, they hate somebody, and then they weaponize everything against that person. Some people call it Trump derangement syndrome. I don't, I don't do that because I think this is not a personal feeling of dislike for a guy because of his personality. I think this is ideological and political, and the left is just trying to drum up hatred of Trump. With all the issues, with all the threats out there, He's calling up fanatically angry at Trump and mad at you and others for not spending your time denouncing Trump. We got North Korea's aiming missiles toward South Korea, aiming missiles toward toward Japan. They're fooling around with nuclear stuff. They're working Russia, China. 
We're, this country is in severe problems. We got teachers pushing this transgender stuff, critical race theory in the schools. We're under attack from all different directions. So with all these threats to our lives, to our country, between the crime, the drugs, the virus, the future viruses that are on the way, with all of that threat, he finds a way to target Trump. I don't buy that guy. I don't think he's – well, I don't know him. Maybe I shouldn't say it. I've seen how people take things and twist it. His, if their objective is to hurt Trump, they'll use anything against it. The women, the suburban women who are mad at Trump's tweets, the radical left then plays up Trump tweets to keep those women angry at Trump. It's working on every level. So we got so many things to face. You know what I think would be interesting? If the public starts fighting back. If you start getting muggers that are, that are beaten up and end up having to go to hospital, I'm not promoting any violence of any sort. But then the government was, oh, we can't have this. We can't have vigilantes. Oh, yes, we have to stop this. They're not worried about stopping crime. They're promoting crime. They're emptying the jails. Maybe they're emptying the jails for MAGA supporters. Well, There's very strange things going on here. Well, well Jimmy, I, I, I thank you for your uh, well-thought-out point. And, you know, I'm sitting here, uh, Jimmy, and, and to everyone else, and I'm, I'm sitting here for a moment, and I'm questioning myself, should that comment have been on my radar screen uh, for the show? I didn't, I didn't stop for two seconds, folks, to pay attention to it, the comment that, because Mr. Trump, just like every other politician, from time to time will say something silly, and may say something that's borderline, uh, uh, whatever term you want to use. And so it wasn't even on my radar screen for for tonight's show. What's on my radar screen is this Daryl Brooks trying to play the uh, mental illness card in court. What's on my mind is the fact that uh, parents are literally in the process of burying their 61-year-old child and giving Mayor Adams uh, an earful uh, at at the wake for uh, slaying FDNY EMS Lieutenant Allison Russo. There there are a few other things that, that's on my mind, but, but that's not one of them. I, I see all the calls that are coming in. Everybody wants to comment on this and on Teddy's call and so on. We see the calls. We're taking your calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Time for a break. When we come back, we're going to Manhattan, Staten Island, Clifton, New Jersey, and all over this area, and we'll have a lot more, and we'll have the uh, Dominic Carter Care segment coming up at 1245, and at 1 a.m., Frank Morano and the other side of midnight. Talk Radio 77, WABC. They say this is a big, rich town. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Quite the uh, interesting uh, morning. Uh, Teddy feels that I should have uh, denounced uh, former President Trump for his comment about uh, Senate Majority Minority Leader Mitch McConnell and his uh, Asian-American wife. And uh, frankly, it, it wasn't even on my radar screen. And just like it wasn't on my radar screen for a stupid comment that council member Tiffany Caban made when it, she, she's in the middle of a feud with Curtis Lee, and thank God Curtis is doing the right thing, plastering her district with posters telling people to call 911 if there's a problem. When Tiffany Caban said call 311 instead and that there's no no uh, no crime on the subways, up until now, you didn't hear me address that because it was so silly, so outrageous that it didn't warrant a response. As far as I'm concerned, I, you know, I can't take on every little issue that everyone wants me to take on. 
Let's go. Uh, let's go uh, back to the telephone calls. Let's listen to. Let's listen to. Let's talk to. Let's go to Ann on Staten Island. Good morning, Ann. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, first of all, and I had something that I did want to say, but don't ever question yourself. Truly, no, you no, no Ann. You know, you know why? You know why? Wait, let me just say this. I'm going to let you finish. I'm not one of those. I don't come to this microphone and pretend that I know everything. That's not me. And oh, and, 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 and I'm going to let you finish it or speak. If there's something that I truly feel uh, that maybe I overlooked, I, I will admit I'll be the first one to say, hey, you know, I overlooked it. But the, the comment, as far as I'm concerned, that, that the president made the tweet, I mean, in terms of on his social media, it was so out there and so silly that to me it wasn't worthy of of a response. But anyway, go ahead, Ann. Oh, so I, I agree with you. And I just felt bad that this guy was just going off on you so bad, you know, in his mind with so much anger, because I wonder if he worries about or thinks about anything else as far as uh, our laughing vice president talking about how we have a great alliance with North Korea. I mean, that to me is was something that was awful. You know, I'm not saying you should have spoken about it, but to me, that was awful. And what Trump said when he used to tweet everything, it didn't bother me because I always tell people I didn't vote for the man. I voted for his policies and I'll vote. That's my belief. I don't care what anyone else does, you know, and I'll vote for anybody that has similar mindset and similar policies to keep our country safe and do the things that have been done before this current, you know, administration. So everything else, uh, you know, people would tell me, oh, but he tweets and the things that he comes out saying, I said, look, I'm not, I'm not looking to date the man. I'm not looking to be another wife. I don't care what he does as long as what he does is for the good of this country. Everything else to me, it, it's, it's just a material, you know, it just doesn't matter as, you know, it, it's, I don't know. Well, and I like that. It's chill pill. Uh, and, but, but I, I think that um, uh, my mind uh, as of late has been on crime. My mind has been on Lieutenant Allison Russo. My mind is on the fact that the mayor of New York city says that I'm going to give my deputy mayor police detail. Why? Because I say so. That's something that we we must uh, look at because that points to arrogance and points to a potential problem. You're the mayor. You're, you're not you're not the emperor. And, you know, you know, and I, you know, maybe 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 Teddy was um you know, I, I'm in a little bit of a different role as a host uh, that happens to be African-American of color. And maybe, I, I, you know, Teddy's gone now in terms of the calls, but maybe he expected for me to denounce it as a, as a man of color. But, but I, don't, I don't look at things, and thank you for the call, Ann. I don't look at things that way. My first line is not to say racial. My first line is what's good for the American people. My first line is this mess at the southern border. My first line is why are we spending all these millions of dollars to build a tent city for for migrants when you're what you're really telling them is come on down, come on into America, come on for the free ride. You're welcomed. Things like that. Things like which one of us is next uh in terms of being a crime victim, that's that's what's on uh on on my mind, let's go to Lisa in Manhattan. Good morning, Lisa. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, Dominic. Hi. You know, Democrats are never asked to denounce their violent rhetoric. You know, thanks to the Democrats' rhetoric, every day in Chuck Schumer with Justice Kavanaugh, he was almost murdered. And, of course, uh, the anti-Semitism of, uh, of uh, the Democrat Party. What's her name? Rashid Tlaib. Nobody's ever asked to denounce her in the Democrat Party. And, of course, Biden is the biggest, most violent. He calls Trump people, uh, Trump's uh, enemies. 
uh, Trump supporters enemies and fascists. That's why we have all these murders. It's the Democrats that are the most violent with their rhetoric. And um, they're pro-violence. Democrats are pro-violence and they're pro-criminal. Democrats are never asked to denounce uh, anything. Well, Lisa, I, I, I hear you. Um, and, and, um, I, you know, Teddy just, uh, the caller, thank you for the call, Lisa. Teddy just, uh, caught me off guard because uh, folks, again, it wasn't even on my radar screen, just like Tiffany Caban, the, the council member saying that the subways are safe. Huh? What planet are you on, council member? And so I, uh, up until five minutes ago, I didn't discuss that either because it was so silly and so outrageous just days after that woman was attacked at the Howard Beach, Howard Beach station. I, I can't, I can't take on every single issue. And, and it, it, the president's comments were discussed during the uh, cats round table. And as far as uh, mayor Adams giving his deputy mayor, a police detail, then the next question becomes, Who's really the police commissioner? Is it Commissioner Asul or 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 is it Philip Banks? Who's the real police commissioner? And the only reason why I'm mentioning uh council member uh, Tiffany Caban right now is because Curtis Sliwa and the Guardian Angels are out there uh, proving how ridiculous it is what she said. And posting up signs in the community, telling the community, no, you don't call 311 in a risky situation with a mentally ill person or, or, or as a business owner, you call 911. And Curtis is, is doing the right thing. Let's go to Charlie in Hell's Kitchen. Good morning, Charlie. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic, and thank you for taking my call. I just want to say very briefly, Teddy's a seminar caller. You notice he, when he was talking to me, first started by complimenting you, by saying how much he agreed with you, how wonderful you are. And then he said, but this just one instance, he needs you to uh, criticize Trump. Well, if somebody wants to hear criticism of Trump, they can watch CNN or MSNBC, where it's wall-to-wall Trump hatred 24-7. These are people who he needs you to criticize Trump because he's a Trump hater. He's one of these people who can't stand Trump, and, and he wants you to jump on the bandwagon. And, and that's that's all I have to say. Well, well, I, 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 Charlie, I thank you for the call. But let me be very clear, folks, and thank you, Charlie. I really appreciate the call. I call issues the way that I see them. You're not going to get a partisan line from me all the time. Sometimes I'll agree with Republicans. Sometimes I'll agree with Democrats. I call it the way that I see it. Is that something that I wish the former president uh, didn't say? Of course, I wish he didn't make that comment, but you know, it, it is what it is. It is, is what council member uh, uh, Tiffany Caban, what she said, is that something I want a city elected official to state and city council member? Of course not. But she made the comment, and and it is what it is. Tony in Clifton, New Jersey, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic, you're right on, on the mark. You know, there are people who don't want to keep to the topics that are important. And when they don't, their rhetoric is always Trump. And I don't even want to spend any time on them. But Lieutenant Russo broke my heart what happened to her and, of course, the the woman in Howard Beach. And this is really what I want to say. I want to say that I'm just – my heart is broken like yours is. What's going to happen next? And I hope that the fire department is working together to, you know, uh, go to the mayor as well, not only the family, but the fire department. I was wondering if you know what they're doing. Are they are they just, you know, are they involved in any of this, or is it just the family and to, the mayor? To be honest with you, when you say involved with this, are you meaning the, the funeral arrangements, or what specifically are you referring to, Tony? I mean just the sort of, 
you know, expressing outrage, ex- expressing what's going to be done to see these things don't happen, especially there, now we're attacked. Therein lies so, the problem, Tony. And, 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 and that's why, that's why I've been focusing on this because yeah. it, it, it's a pattern. It's a pattern. Headline for yeah. a night out of the news by the 11 p.m. Uh, newscast. Maybe a little reader. Next day it's gone. And well, impacting right. lives. And so the woman that was attacked um, in Howard Beach is the perfect example. What, what's the last you've heard about her? Nothing. She's got a cut, and I, I've got to take a break, Tony. I really do appreciate your call. She's got a cut over her eye. She may not have her vision, and we in the media in the fourth estate, we are on to the next story. And it happens time after time after time again. Time for a break. When we come back, Dominic Carter Care segment, and coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano and the other side of Midnight. WABC. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. Highlighting stories that hit close to home, from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. Folks, common sense has to prevail. Curtis Lewa, you are doing the right thing. Curtis Lewa and his guardian angels plan to plaster the Queens District of defund the police city councilwoman Tiffany Caban with flyers urging local residents. I cannot believe we're having a discussion like this with the way crime is in New York City to call the police when they need help. This comes after Caban and uh, some others released a guide for small business owners, encouraging them to try to mediate. Let's mediate the situation or call alternative city services instead of police when dealing with people with issues such as mental illness. We all know two days later, after this guide was released, the NYPD paramedic was randomly stabbed to death on the street, allegedly by a diagnosed schizophrenic. This comes uh, with the allegation that Caban is soft on crime And uh, the poster that the Guardian Angels plan to post is, if you see a conflict that appears to be escalating, if you see someone having a mental health crisis, if you see someone experiencing drug overdose in capital letters, call 911. And that is the right advice, folks. Dominic Carter here with you until the uh, top of the hour, and that's when Frank Morano will start. I'm looking at... A Twitter from my good friend O'Brien Murray, and he says on Twitter, tough callers on Dominic TV, WABC Radio, energized callers, so many topics and lots of opinions. He's accused of being a Democrat and a Republican. Guess he's doing his job and knocking it out the park, calling it the way he sees it. And OB is correct. When I was on New York One for years, I was accused of being a bleeding heart Democrat. A bleeding heart liberal Democrat. Now I'm on radio. I'm a staunch conservative Republican. So I'm trying to figure out in between. But I do promise Teddy one thing. I do promise Teddy one thing that he wanted me to denounce Trump. I will, over the next 24 hours, look at the issue. I will revisit it within myself because it wasn't even on my radar screen as worthy of discussion, just like until Curtis Slewa uh, is responding to council member Tiffany Caban, she wasn't on my radar screen either because it's so outrageous that, you know, it. I, I could spend every night discussing something outrageous that uh, a uh, politician uh, has to say. Jeff in Queens, 
Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Dominic, good morning. I just wanted to say, good morning, sir. I, ever since Trump got elected, what was it 20 minutes after the man got elected, they started they started every other week. They started with, with something else. They want to come up with this guy. And every morning, this man puts his pants on one leg, just like everybody else. And they want to make fun of him. And they want to say all this stuff. Meanwhile, he's doing the right thing for the people. I don't like my surgeon when I got hurt. He had no bedside matter. But he was the best in the game. I don't like my lawyer. He gets me out of tickets. He's the best guy there is. I don't really get along with him. Um, like the woman said before, she didn't like the man for his looks or whatever. But he's a decent person. He's not a racist. This man's a decent person. And they go after his kids. And the little guy, why are they picking on the little guy? He's not a little guy. He'd probably knock me on the ground. But, you know, keep the children out of this. That's such, that's, that's like, I don't know, that's, that's low. When, you go, when somebody talks about somebody's children, you know, that's, that's beyond low. Um, one I, thing, I, one I, I agree with you on that, Jeff. The, the, the family members, the spouses, and the children should always be off limits. Yes, sir. And he should play golf. And I want every 770 ABC listener to play golf at least twice a week because it's good for everything. Your mind, body, and soul keeps the brain active, keeps your functions good, and you have a clean bill of health. So thank you. I really appreciate it, Dominic. God bless thank you. You do a great thank job. You. Thank you, and, and God bless you as well, Jeff. We are taking your calls until the top of the hour. Dominic Carter here, Talk Radio 77 WABC, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's go to Joe in Newburgh. Good morning, Joe. What's on your mind? Mr. Carter, good evening. How are you? I'm good. Go right ahead, please. Improving the situation, for example, in Manhattan, each precinct to have an assignment judge, one individual permanently assigned to handle arraignments in that precinct in Manhattan. One judge, one ADA, also a federal ADA. Also... That'll never fly. We don't have the resources for that, Joe. You got everything in Center Street, 100 Center Street. Right, but you said for each precinct. Okay, two precincts. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I, but, but continue your point. I just, I don't see it as realistic. I wish that it was, but I just don't see it. What you got to do is you got to bring everything into the community. You have one judge arraignments. You have one ADA. You have one federal ADA. If they can't get them. On a state charge, you get them on a federal charge. One probation officer, New York City, one state parole officer, and the judge has a permanently assigned individual psychiatrist. Hmm. Okay, well, Joe, I, I certainly your heart is in the right place, <laughs> and, I, and, and, I, and I thank you for the call. I wish that it could... Uh, could work that way. I just want to say one other comment about the uh, before I go to Frank Morano on the other side of midnight. In general, folks, on the issue of race, uh, so Teddy brought up uh, former President Trump's uh, comment. I don't get excited to discuss race. It's not my favorite topic at all. And I only do it when I feel that I have absolutely no choice but to deal with it. And so I, I'm sort of I'm sort of boxed in because I believe that Teddy was really saying as as a brother, you should be denouncing this. That's what I really think that he was saying. But but I don't I don't operate that way. I really don't. But but Teddy, Teddy, I do thank you uh, for the love and I thank you for the comment. And I promise you over the next 24 hours, I will think about it and I will get back to you again tomorrow. I'm joined now by Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning. Hello, Dominic. How are you? Sir? I'm doing great. I'm Did doing you get a great. Haircut? No, I'm do. I'm getting one in 
eight hours and five minutes. Really? I, I'm really looking forward to it. Yes. But wait, My I, hair is a little unwieldy. But wait, you and I work the night shift, overnight shifts. Yeah. And when I sit in a barber's chair, I, I don't have much left up there. But the first thing asleep. I want to do, yeah. right, Same. I, you Same. fall asleep as well? Same. Well, my guy doesn't stop talking. So, <laughs> so, I know, I know. I, I, I can't. What do you think about Trump? Yeah, what right, do you right, think exactly. about Biden? Right. And it's like, Especially I, with the collapse of the New it, York Mets. I'm going to have to answer all sorts of questions like, about that. And can I please relax and fall into a mini nap <laughs> without having to answer? You get into a cat. What do you think about Trump? What do you think about Biden? Can I please close my eyes you know, and I, have five minutes of peace? I don't know how many Ubers you take, but I get Not the many. same thing I've with, got to get up on technology. with Uber Not drivers, many. right? Really? Is, uh, you know, I've said on Uber there should be an opt-out for, you know, checkbox <laughs> for leave me alone so I can sleep. Because you don't want to be rude, but still, you don't want to necessarily have a big, long conversation. I can be on the train. I can be. What do you think about Trump? What do you think about Biden? And it's like when you're in the barber chair, it's like, can I just enjoy this? Can I have five minutes of me time mm-hmm. and just gently fall asleep and wake up and look so much better and he's done <laughs> without having to answer any political questions? What do you have coming up All this right, morning? We have a fun show today. Uh, our first hour, we have assembled an all-star team of callers, right, To that have called me and won debating contests over the last month. I've, so, heard, I've heard the contest. So uh, we, we have, these are the three best debaters that have participated in the contest. And uh, we may have a fourth, but I think it's just the three of them. And uh, we have Gino, David, and uh, and uh, Kevin. We are going to run the gamut of issues that we that we tackle. So I have a feeling that this is a group that's well-informed about everything. International affairs, local affairs, yes. uh, baseball, politics, culture, relationships. We're going to get into that. And then um, this, this Italian election is getting a lot of attention. So we have one, a political scientist who has studied populism and Italian politics his whole life. He's going to join us live from Europe to break down what the implications are for the new, likely, Italian Prime Minister Maloney. They're saying that she is the most right-wing Prime Minister since Mussolini. So we're going to find out if that's true. And if that is true, what are the implications for the United States and for Europe? Uh, We'll go through the mail. Got some humorous mail that people have sent me this week and a bunch of other things. So we'll have some fun. Another great show. It's coming up. Let's go to Ed on Staten Island. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Good morning. Hi, Frank and Dominic. Go right ahead, uh, please. Dominic, love your show. Well, Just thank a bit you. of friendly advice. Go ahead. I- I- ignore the little things like uh, whatever Congressman Tiffany Caban said or what Trump said and focus that, on that. That's issues. what I do. That's what I do. That's what you should do. And focus on what Jimmy from Brooklyn says because he has – the issues at the tip, the tip of his fingerprints, that uh, will will shape the future of this country. Listen to Jimmy from Brooklyn; he's got it right. He's brilliant, and he backs up everything he says with facts. Well, that's something I can relate to, Ed. A person that makes a statement and then backs it up with facts. I do have to step in because I'm out of time, Ed. I hope you give us a call another morning, folks. I want you to keep it right there, Frank Morano. And the other side of midnight, Mr. Baltimore, Mr. Nevada. He is uh, starting in just a a few seconds. You want to listen to him all night long. Guaranteed to be entertaining. I'll be back again tomorrow. Talk Radio 77 WABC.